What's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? It's free agent time. It's free agent time. This is normally the time of year where the Redskins pretty much look like they're going to have a championship season because of all the has-beens that they sign. Not this year. It's until the other day. Let me let me hold on there. Um. Hmm. Anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. First thing up in the itinerary... Uh, first of all, let, let's get things squared away here. This week's episode is brought to you <laughs> by none other than Red Queen 81 again and David from Williamsburg, David Lee's law office. Uh, goes head to head with Donovan from the Redskins and wins sideline tickets to Redskins games. That's right. In other words, this week's episode of Harry Hog Football, number 206, is brought to you by Red Queen 81 and David from Williamsburg. <laughs> this is David Lee, Esquire from Williamsburg. David Lee, Esquire, Esquire from Williamsburg. David and Red Lee Queen Law. 81. Red Queen 81, I believe she's hailing from uh, from the Carolinas somewhere. Dude, you never um, remember where she's from. She's from I think she's from Rob- Chapel Hill. I think she's Chapel from Hill area. That. She's not from there. She's from somewhere else, but I have no idea where it is. Are you sure it's she's not the, from uh, Chapel Hill? It's on the map. It's, it's on my list of stuff to do with the map, and I know she sent me an email with the right thing. I'll just, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Josh is Are you like, slacking think, on the map? You don't have her on the map yet, dude. She's a contributor. She's a supporter. We don't have anyone on the map but us so far. A <laughs> contributor. Oh, we she apologize is, to our a sponsors. Great we yeah, we apologize to our sponsors that the map is not uh, completely updated yet. And if you would like to sponsor an episode of Harry Hog Football, you can go to harryhogfootball.com, scroll down about halfway down on the left-hand side, and click on the donate button. If you donate, I think you have to donate like more than 30 cents or something, so we actually <laughs> don't give the entire cut to PayPal. <laughs> to PayPal so. yeah. um, something like that. So anyway, and, we will, and if you do that, we'll mention you in the podcast maybe a hundred times. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on to the itinerary. Um, if you didn't hear, the Redskins book has now been integrated into the brand new VintageHarryHogFootball.com's website. So anyone that uses that um, extensively will find it on the top of Redskins, or I'm sorry, HarryHogFootball.com. And anyone interested in using this, similar to Facebook, but only for Redskins fans, you may check it out at the very top of the site and an unobtrusive, um, I guess, link up there. Josh can talk. <laughs> yeah, more let about. me, I'll just touch on it real quick. Basically we had redskinsbook.com and, um, you know, some folks were using it and it didn't, didn't really take off like we thought. So, uh, we kind of decided, well, let's, let's let anybody that wants to use it, just do it here. So we did some, basically some stripped down integration, which allows you to have some, uh, 
you know, Harry Hog community stuff going on right here at harryhogfootball.com um, or harryhogfootball.net, whichever you choose to go to. Um, so, uh, you know, go up there. There's a little thing that says log in um, or register uh, if you haven't done so. If you've already logged in to um, Harry Hog or created registration in the past, you don't have to do that again. It's in here. So feel free to just uh, log in like you normally would. Um, otherwise, there's some uh, some cool stuff on the back end. Tell a little bit about yourself and start a community uh, here at HarryHogFootball.com. There you go. Back. Yeah, so we got a lot of big news to cover this week. Um, let's jump right into it if you guys want to. Um, off-season workouts, if you haven't heard, they begin tomorrow. And Mike Shanahan, the Mike. Shanny. Shanny. I'm looking for the music, but I can't find it. Anyway, <laughs> he said that he expects everyone to be there. He what? He, he sexed expects, everyone. Oh, here he is. Oh, he expects. He expects everyone. There it is. <laughs> he expects everyone to be at the workout tomorrow. Um. I saw some reports that uh, Clinton Portis will be there. Um, Carlos Crybaby Tendered Rogers. Should be Tender Rogers. He'll be there. Um, and Albert Hainsworth notably said he will be in attendance tomorrow. Now, now I do want to make a note that uh, that uh, the off-season workouts are officially voluntary, so no one can be forced to be there. However... Everyone's going to be there. Yeah, it's kind of that whole mafia thing where, you know, they prefer you be there. So what if you don't show up, what happens? Your knees get broken, horse head in your bed. Yeah, if you don't show up, you know, they're (laughs) going to go see a guy about that thing and and stuff. And they might tie you to the goalpost. You have a dead bronco head in your bed. (laughs) Tie you to the goalpost and punch you in the nards a few times. Dead bronco heads in your bed. So, okay, this is probably John's most favorite day of the offseason in a long time because it's probably the day that the most Redskins have been cut at one time. Hi! Oh, I thought I thought we were still talking about the offseason workouts, and that's why it was his favorite day because John enjoyed them watching them uh, use those shake weights during the <laughs> workouts. <laughs> Wearing their yellow cakes. Using the shake weights. <laughs> Using the shake weights. In fact, John, you know what I think you should do? Uh, training camp this year, I think you should show up in your yellow cake holding two shake weights on the side. <laughs> see how long it is just, before just, you get kicked out. <laughs> see, see if I can get up to at least one player and be like, will you sign my shake weight? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Yo, Carlos, Carlos, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Come here, dude. Come here and Come sign my your shake video weight. Clip. Can I get a video clip of you using my shake weight? <laughs> Can you sign this shake weight? Anyway. All anyway, right. John's my, favorite my, time my. of the season, right. of the offseason, because, I mean, this is the, the biggest cut list since final cuts of last year. Right. So, without further ado. shockers on this list. Without further ado, we're going to let John read them off one at a time. Right. All right. All right, Aaron, I hope you're you're queued up there. All right. The Redskins decided to cut some dead weight. They cut a bunch of guys, including Liddell Betts. Cut. Here, give me the give me the uh, the cut. So I don't have to keep yelling into the microphone. Cut. Right, cut, right. Todd Collins. Cut. 
Cornelius Griffith. Marcus Mason. Josh's dog, Randall L. Some dude named Skolnitsky. Who? Uh, Fred Smoot. Who? <laughs> uh, Randy Thomas. And Eddie Williams. Not to be confused with Edwin Williams. Now, you know what the funny thing is? A lot of these people have already been picked up with other teams. For example. Yeah, I saw that Randall L. went back. Yeah, Marcus Mason, yep. he went to um, San Diego. Superchargers. Uh, and he'll probably Diego. kick some butt there. Superchargers. Randall L. went back to um, Pittsburgh. Sklotsky signed with the uh, Colts. Kolotsky. Did he really? Skolnitsky? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Skolnitsky. Dude, does your friend, uh, does, does Mark know about that? Did he tell you about that while he was using the shake weight? Yeah, he told me about it. That's how I knew because I was like, oh, yeah, that Skolnitsky guy. And I was oh, like, yeah. he, he sucks, dude. He won't make the team. <laughs> dude, you're going to have to tell Mark I need to borrow that shake weight. Okay. And uh, let me finish here. Fred Smoot, I don't know who he signed with. Edwin Williams signed with someone too. No, no, Eddie Williams. Not to be confused with Edwin. Yeah, don't confuse. Yeah, he it. signed with someone. Uncle Edwin. Yep. But really, who cares? His name was Eddie Williams. Who was that? Who, who was that? Randy Thomas is probably going to be done, as we all know. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to pick up someone like Rock Cartwright. I don't either. And Liddell Betts is injured. Collins. Why would anyone pick him up? Yeah. Off injured Liddell Betts. Dude, I know who will pick up Todd, bring Collins. In Todd Collins. Somebody will bring in Todd Collins behind a uh, a really green young quarterback. It's no, whoever Al Saunders is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is I think he's with the yeah. Rams or something. And they need a quarterback. Yeah. They, they boy, do they need a quarterback. They're probably, they're looking like they're going to get Sam Bradford. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, what do you guys think of that cut list? Are there I any guys on there? Oh, yeah, we didn't even go into that. Um, Liddell Betts, not surprised because he's injured and we expected him to be cut anyway. Rock Cartwright. He's always injured. Rock Cartwright is a small surprise in, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've been talking about Cartwright for the last couple of years. I mean, he he definitely, uh, you know, he, I think he lasted a lot longer. worked hard. He was a great Redskin. He worked his butt off. He was a good locker room leader. Sad to see him go, but it, it was that, definitely that time. Yeah, every year he was I think the Shanty just cuts. felt like he needed to do some house cleaning with a lot of these pieces and just, you know, get a clean start on a, on a big chunk of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Um, I mean, and it doesn't seem to, to be working younger. the past few years to just clean out yeah. one or two, you know. So. Yep. The team needed to get younger. Which is, you know, right. cutting Todd Collins, um, Cornelius, unfortunately, um, another guy who always brought it every Sunday. Um, Marcus Mason's used to Randy it. Thomas. Yeah, Mason's used to it, so they're just like, whatever. He won't care if he won't care if he's cut for the ninth time. <laughs> he's just like, I got cut again. Randall L. Oh, we all know about Randall L. We've been calling for that for a while, except for Josh. Uh huh. And, I'm surprised not to see um, Clinton Portis on the list, honestly. And I think, yeah, I think Josh. Totally. <clears throat> speaking of Randall L, though, I think Josh was saying how Randall L is good in the slot still, but not for as much money well, as he's making. He Randall L said since uh, he got picked up in Pittsburgh, he said he's definitely 
he's expecting to be the number three guy, and that's where he's going to settle in. And if someone gets injured, he expects to step up and take that guy's place if need be type of thing. Um, right. It sounds like he was really – he didn't say much. He really kind of took the high road, but it sounded like he was – his answers about being with the Redskins and everything were very short, very curt. Uh, he just – he you could tell he was not very happy about getting cut by the Redskins and probably because they – you know, he was one of those contracts that kept getting restructured over and over. Mm-hmm. So he probably ended up losing a lot of money, even though he was making five million dollars a freaking year. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Sklotsky, I don't even know what position he played. Smoot. Skolmitsky. Um. Well, he needed to be cut because he was getting paid something like three million dollars a year, something of that nature. I saw that number and I was like, what? God, he's making a lot of money to be the the questionable number three guy. Randy We're Thomas, in trouble at cornerback. Um, uh, Ra- Randy Thomas, I like Randy Thomas, but he's always injured. Yeah, he's he's pretty much at the end of his career as well. Eddie you know, Williams we talked about that. He's two career-ending injuries in the last three seasons, or season-ending injuries in the last three seasons, and you know, nothing bad to say about him. He's just he's just done. Is Eddie Williams? Who the hell is Eddie Williams? Is he the fullback? Oh, that fullback. Oh. Yeah, he was the fullback they drafted last like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, what's his face, the caveman, gets cut later in the year either. Well, they got to they got to get a replacement for him though. Is one of the things. Not if I think, not I think if he, they keep all these extra uh, tight ends. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And speaking of tight ends, we signed another one this week. Some tool-looking guy, as John said, and his name is Sean Ryan. I don't know anything about him, except, except for, for that he was drafted by the Cowboys. Uh-huh. I looked at his picture when I, when I saw the Redskins sign him. I was like, who is this guy? He's played for six different teams now, and he looks like a major tool. Cool. But the Redskins signed him. Hopefully they signed him because, as insurance because they haven't re-signed Yoder yet. Um, and hopefully they didn't sign him because they don't think that they're going to get Yoder. Hopefully they're just like, well, just in case we don't get him back. Because Todd Yoder does nothing but block well and catch touchdowns. We need him back. Yeah. Old man Yoder. I have nothing to say bad about Todd Yoder. Hunter the punter, though, I could see him going and them getting a new one because he was injured all the time. It seemed like he was injured a lot, didn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only other unrestricted free agent that's left other than Yoder and Hunter the Punter is the Red Snapper, who is still unsigned. Really? Ethan Albright. He's his own yeah. agent, too. So. Now, John, John, can yeah. you explain the uh, the whole tendered situation, how that works to our listeners? Sure thing. Well, you've got some players that are unrestricted free agents, and those are players who have six or more years of NFL experience. And if they are unrestricted free agents, that means their contract is up and they can sign with any team they want to. Whatever team makes them the best offer they, they think they, that they can take, they can take it. The people that are tendered offers are restricted free agents who have three, four, or five years of experience in the NFL. And if they're restricted free agents, that means their contract is up. However, because they don't have that sixth year yet, um, the team that, that, Previously had their contract, such as the Redskins in this case, makes them a ten, a makes them an, a tender, and the tender is say a first round tender. Like Jason Campbell is a first round tender, 
and he gets X amount of dollars automatically for that one-year contract, that one-year tender. And what happens is if another team comes along and says, oh, well, we want to give Jason Campbell, we'll give him you know, $6 million a year, the Redskins have the option of either matching that contract or saying, see you, JC, we'll take uh, the Rams' first-round draft pick because <laughs> they want to – because they're going to take you away. Yeah. So whatever tender the tender guy is. For like a second, yeah, it's whatever they're tendered for. Like Rocky McIntosh is tendered for a second round. No, is it a first or a second round? I can't remember. I think it might be a first rounder. I think he was a second. And yeah, Carlos Rogers and Rocky McIntosh are each tendered as a first rounder. So if someone else signs them, they were? the Redskins have the right to say, either we're going to match it and we get to keep that player, or bye-bye, and we'll take the first-round pick from that team, whatever that team is. I could have sworn that Carlos Rogers the second round. For this year's draft. For the draft. this year's draft. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what it does is it makes it pretty difficult for those dudes to go to another team unless they're really, really good. Exactly. And, and for instance, the other people that are tendered on the Redskins that are all restricted free agents, um, Reed Dowdy, Kedrick Goldston, uh, Stephon Heyer, Chris Wilson, and Anthony Montgomery were all tendered as second-round picks, which is kind of interesting with Reed Dowdy, who was like a sixth-rounder originally. So right. if they, so like I said, if they get an offer from but another dude. team and the Redskins don't match it, then we get that team's second-round pick. You, you say that about Reed Dowdy like it's a surprise, John, but actually, I mean, you look. I mean, he, he was third in team tackles last season. So yeah, yo, yeah. I mean, you see a guy that comes up like that from from being a late round pick, and he's a valuable. He's, I mean, I don't know if you'd really want to consider him a starter, but he's definitely a valuable backup, like a third safety, third, uh, maybe playing nickel or dime like that. I mean, he's definitely a valuable guy out there that can step in and play when a starter gets hurt too. I mean, we all right. like Reed Dowdy. Mm-hmm. Step on higher though. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So what the players do, the tender is like a one-year contract. So the players gotcha. actually, um, they, they they sign that, they get a one-year deal. It gives the, the team team. a lot of options. It gives so the now, team a great, and that's what was the big deal this year with the uncapped year being 2010, being the uncapped year um, with all this collective bargaining garbage that's going on in the NFL. Um, a lot of these players that are restricted free agents, we're going to be unrestricted like Carlos Rogers and Jason Campbell. We're going to be unrestricted free agents, but because of the owners agreeing that they would not have a salary cap this year, part of that whole contract clause was that certain players that used to be five-year unrestricted free agents, now you have to be six years to be an unrestricted free agent, and that's new this year. Uh, that's why people like Carlos Rogers are pissed off. <laughs> Carlos Rogers wants to go somewhere else. No, Carlos, Carlos Rogers, Rogers thinks some he's reason, better than he is. <laughs> he, Carlos, exactly. He thinks he's going to get picked up by another team for a whole lot of money, a whole lot more money than the Redskins are offering him because he thinks he's so much better than he is. Yeah, but then he's still and like, he's yeah, I'll show it. up. I'll show up at the practice because he knows he's not. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. My, my hangnail is hurting on my pinky. Well, dude, what it is is, is you know, they get, they tendered him with that first-round tender, and he's all mad because he thought he was going to go somewhere else, and the Redskins are just covering their butt because they'd much rather have someone else pick him up and we get their first-round pick. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, man. And Jason Campbell, that's, he's insurance. I mean, I mean. Yeah, who knows what's going to go on. I mean, the, the quarterbacks on the roster now are Campbell and Colt Brennan. Uh, I know there were rumors floating around um, – 
kind of rumors on our website that Brady Quinn was going to go to the Redskins. Um, I don't know who put that on there. It was pretty funny. Uh, but Brady Quinn is actually with the uh, Broncos now, so he is, he is definitely not going to be a Redskin. Probably the but same guy that – probably trade. dude, it was probably the same guy that said Derek Anderson was going to go to the Redskins. Derek dude, Anderson. Don't get me started on Derek Anderson. When I saw he was cut – uh, yeah. I don't think Derek we've heard Anderson from that guy. Bad. Dude, I don't think we've heard no, back. No, he probably from... stopped listening because I, I bashed him so badly. I, I, I was, you know, I, I felt, I, I went a little overboard on that. I, I do have to admit. But, dude, Derek Anderson sucks. Hey, before we go any further, I wanted to bring up the fact that tonight's episode is brought to you by Red Queen 81 and David and Lee Esquire from Williamsburg, Virginia. David Lee Law. And David Lee <laughs> is also, I have to point out, the guy that fabricated and sent to us the Dallas sucks flag that has been seen waving over Canton <laughs> and will be waving over Canton again this uh this August when we boo Emmett Smith um yeah and we'll get into that flies whole proudly Smith thing. flies proudly over one of our homes uh for every Dallas game mm-hmm. I just got it right. back I just got it back it's sitting right Aaron here on just my got desk. it back for me yeah it keeps circulating between the three the tri states Speaking of Emmett Smith, we're going to uh, talk about that after the break. But uh, have we covered everything with – oh, yeah, we need to talk about the guys that have re-signed, don't we? Yeah. The, the, the Redskins that have come back. The chaotic yes, funk. Do. Chaotic funk. Jet means Jason Campbell's hand will be stinky for yet another season. <laughs> Casey Raybach or Rabach or whatever you want to call him is now chaotic funk. Is now the uh, elder statesman, statesman of the offensive line. Uh, yeah, you're right. And he's not that bad, except for when he holds on runs and or steps, steps on Jason, Jason Campbell's, Campbell's foot. foot. Yeah, but he's he wasn't <laughs> one of the ones that you just couldn't stand, like Stephon Heyer or what was that other yeah. guy's name? Baptiste? Is he still on the roster? Because that guy was the horrible. Anthony Baptiste. Yeah, he was Anthony terrible. the Baptist. Oh man, Anthony the Baptist, man. The Anthony Baptiste. Just hearing um, John go. I want to say Baptiste. he actually got picked. It was Baptiste. <laughs> Dude, it was Baptiste. And I'm like, who's Baptiste? And John talks about him like he's been on the team for years. Like, it was Baptiste. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Dude, it was DeAnthony Baptiste. <laughs> you know, the fifth, the fifth backup <laughs> lineman. At least it yeah. wasn't Doug Dutch Oven. <laughs> Dutch, Doug Dutch, Doug um, Dutch <laughs> Bap- oh, Yeah, Baptiste is no longer on the team. He is. Uh, I'm looking for the, the uh, exactly what happened. <laughs> he got cut, <laughs> but I don't remember who. Someone picked him up though. Someone's got him. Hopefully, it was Dallas. <laughs> is, is yeah, Step he was on released higher? back in December. Step on higher still. Uh, um, He's been tender. Not step on higher, but uh, where's Doug Dutch? Cut. Doug Dutch is no. Doug Dutch is still on the uh, the roster. He is. I, I, he I is. Say, dude. Doug Dutch. I didn't think I heard that he got cut. Sorry, dude. Man, I felt. I <laughs> you feel didn't like hear that Doug Dutch oven cut one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bleacher Report there for a second, saying that he got cut. Dude, seriously, it's probably all over the web now. Man. Uh. Anyway. Um, yeah. One man gang is also back. Lorenzo Alexander, very valuable guy because he can play offensive line, defense, defensive line. Um, I think they're going to try him as a uh, 
kind of a linebacker. <laughs> They're just gonna throw me. And he and he also can play tight end in the heavy jumbo. So, yep. By the way, guys, uh, before we move into anything else, I just wanted to say that this week's episode of Harry Hog Football number two hundred and six is brought to you by the Red Queen eighty one and David Lee Foundation. <laughs> Red Queen eighty one and David Lee bringing you quality. Harry Hog Football Podcasts. That's the Red Quinn 81 and David Lee Foundation.org. Now, if you're doing it like NPR, you need to have some dead air here. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough dead air without waiting for bro- the difference yeah. between the difference between us and NPR is as far as uh, dead air goes is where they have dead air, we have us going. Uh, uh, uh. uh. This week's episode <laughs> brought to you by the Carnegie Foundation. Uh. Um, other guys that have been re-signed are Will Montgomery, the lineman, another one of those those awesome backups. Um, speaking of linemen, <laughs> big ass Mike Williams is also re-signed, and even though they cut a lot of the older guys. Philip Daniels, who is 37, has <laughs> also been re-signed and is back on the Redskins. Who did it? There's some well, I guess he's not filth back down on the here. Redskins. He never left. Who? There's some lovely what? filth down here. <laughs> I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> Big Bring ass Mike Wood. <laughs> and, uh, and speaking of old guys, and, a moment of reverence, Chris Samuels, who finally officially retired. Yeah, and in case you didn't hear about that, um, Chris Samuels had to retire because of something in his, was it his neck or back? He has, he has a condition called spinal stenosis, which he knew about in high school, and it's a narrowing of the spine, which with repeated hits in football um, can start causing um, tingling and numbness, and eventually it could cause uh, paralysis, permanent paralysis, so... When he took that hit at Carolina this year and went down, he said he he was like – he said in his press conference when he retired, he said it wasn't – I know people were hoping for a miracle that I could come back, but the miracle is that I got up off the field in Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, wow. You know. So yeah. he knew well, he knew it was time, and, and that's the deal with that. And he so, was, what, he was a six-time pro bowler? Six times? I think so, yeah. yeah. He's one. He's a great Redskin. He's definitely one of the greatest Redskins. In, he's probably the greatest Redskin of the last 20 years. He was so a do perennial you see, you see him as a uh, Hall of Fame contender? Uh, maybe in like 50 years when like they come back around to Redskins linemen. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we're going to see another Redskin going to the Hall of Fame in like 50 years after this week or after this year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. It's going to be a long, long time before another Redskin goes in. Maybe Joe Jacoby, maybe. Uh, maybe Joe Theismann if he stays on the air long enough. Huh. Theismann for highs. Because you know, like, people that are on broadcasting automatically get in. Yeah, truly. Even if they suck at broadcast. Well, I can't say Emmett Smith's getting in because of broadcasting, but Michael Irvin, that definitely helped him some. In any event, I think we should take a break before we talk about the new additions to the team. Kind of, kind of split it out that way. What do you guys think? Sounds good to me, Josh. Yep, I agree. Uh, thanks to Red Queen eighty one and David Lee, and now we'll go right into our break. This is Harry Hog Football, 
the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and Redskins Book. <laughs> All right, we're back. John, you back from shake waiting? <laughs> I guess he's not. Oh, he's back. Dude, we have to get a new break, some some sort of new break thing there, because um, uh, redskinsbook.com is now defunct. Redskinsbook.com is now what? Defunct. <laughs> oh, okay. Defunct. It's, it's, it's an integrated part of harryhogfootball.com. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well, I'll have to work on that then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to point out at this point in the show that this podcast would not be possible without the generous support of listeners like you and Red Queen eighty one and David Lee from Williamsburg, representing Redskins fans against Dan Snyder's team of lawyers. Yeah, truly. <laughs> And Red Queen 81 from somewhere. I think she's from Raleigh. That's what Josh told me. No, I said Chapel Hill. Same thing. Uh, Very (laughs) different. (laughs) Tell that to a state fan or a Carolina fan. Okay. (laughs) Same thing. Uh, Here we go, dudes. (laughs) Dudes, that's exactly why you know there's no NASCAR this weekend. Everyone was watching the ACC tournament. Hey, yeah, you're right. Down on Tobacco Road. Ah. Yes, sir. Anyway, the bad news from the week, in my opinion, is that the Redskins signed troublemaker and criminal should-be cowboy Larry Johnson to the squad. Yeah, what's up with that? What is up with that? Let me cut that music. Larry Johnson, running back. So now the Redskins have two over-the-hill, malcontent running backs on the team. Dude. Except I Larry just... Johnson is even worse than Clinton Portis because Clinton Portis has never had any legal trouble. Larry Johnson apparently has as, it loves to assault women in bars. And spit on them. And, like, push <laughs> and them And spit down. on them. Well, yeah, that's assault. And he likes and to uh, push them to the ground, hit them. And uh, make vulgar comments to um, people of the opposite. Pushing a woman in a nightclub. And I, but I do uh, want to point this out, though. Um, I'm sure that Mike Shanahan's taking some math classes, and he realizes that a negative and a negative equal a positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing about Larry Johnson, his you know he was a chief. He was behind Priest Holmes for a while. And uh, after he had been arrested for the fourth time uh, last season, he uh, he was suspended by the Chiefs for a couple of games. And during that time, the Kansas City Chiefs fans, to their credit, had a huge showing um, coming out saying that they needed to cut Larry Johnson because he was only 75 yards shy of breaking Priest Holmes' club record for rushing yards. And the team, as soon as the suspension was over, they cut Larry Johnson, who was... Immediately picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals. And he played a few games. But they let him go at the end of the year. 
So I don't know why we're signing this dude. I really don't. I, right when I thought that Bruce Allen and Mike Shanahan were taking the team in a new direction by not signing over the hill free agents for an ungodly amount of money, he signs Larry Johnson two days ago, three days ago, whatever. Right, and and you know it, it, the deal for Larry Johnson it's it's three years, three point five, but with incentives could be as much as twelve million. Thomas Jones. At 1,400 yards and 14 touchdowns for the Jets last year, and they inexplicably let him go. This guy gets no respect for any team he played for, the Bears, the Cardinals, any of them. And so he's hanging out there, and he ended up signing a two-year, $5 million contract with uh, oh, I forget who, with Kansas City yeah. of all teams. Yeah, we should have signed him, dude. We should have signed him. John, you were saying that before this whole Larry Johnson thing came about. Yeah, as soon as I heard he got cut, I was like, we need to get him. And maybe he didn't want to come to Washington for whatever reasons. I mean, he's from Virginia. Um, and <laughs> Larry Johnson, apparently, he says he grew up a Redskins fan in Maryland. I, I think I don't think he's a fan of anything, personally, except for being stupid. And beating up women. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, if you want to get a whole rundown of everything that Larry Johnson has done, go to our website, harryhogfootball.com, and there's a, there's a big article on there right now, um, and, and I've outlined everything that he's been arrested for and charged with, and his his stupidness involving Twitter and, and saying things about people saying stupid things, homophobic slurs, things of that nature. He's just not a smart man at all. He's he's just not intelligent, and that's that's been something that's been dogging him for a while. Uh, he's, he's just not smart. He makes very, very bad decisions. Is that your homework, Larry? <laughs> so now we got a new Larry with the Redskins. Yeah, what is it with Larry's? Seriously. Larry, Larry Johnson. Uh, oh, man. Keep Larry Johnson is women wrong. As far as we're concerned, Larry Johnson is wrong. Wrong for the team. So now we got Clinton Portis and Larry Johnson who can battle each other to see who's the biggest jerk. And then we got Quinton Ganther sitting back behind him, probably just like closing his eyes and shaking his head back and forth going, God. <laughs> I just want to know who's going to wear the best costumes. Um, now, wouldn't it be interesting if, if they ended up being like best buddies and they started like showing up as Janky Spanky and Hanky Spanky together or something like that? Each with shake weights. Each with shake weights. Well, you could have Clinton Portis as sheriff going to get you. And <laughs> Larry Johnson could be like, he got me. That could be. He could be case. wearing like the Keystone Jail so much. You know, he could be wearing jail stripes. Anyway, exactly. On. On. Yeah. On to some other dudes. Two other guys we signed. Um, this dude's name I don't quite know how to pronounce it, but I think it's. Uh, I think I know how to pronounce it, but I want you to make, give it a shot because it was awesome. Make, make me eat you. No, make <laughs> make what? Make me eat you. <laughs> His name is Make Me Eat You. May me eat you. Make me eat you. Make me eat you. That's how you say. His it. name is Make Kimoyatu. Make Kimoyatu. I want to hear Make Kimoyatu. Dude, I want to hear Sam Huff say his name. <laughs> Sam Huff is going to be like, ma, ma, you say it, Sonny. He's going to be like, ma, I just can't me, say his name. They're just going to call <laughs> him like Maki Maki or something. And then Larry Michaels will say something like, his name's Makey. 
No, like all like he knows, and he'll be wrong anyway. No, Larry Michaels will get it right, but he'll act like you know, you know, it's easy, and everyone <laughs> should know it, even though he practiced it the night before in the mirror for like a couple of hours. <laughs> He's in front of the mirror, slicking his hair back, going. Make. 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 I'm gonna eat you. Make. Anyway, this is a huge <laughs> dude. This is a huge guy. What's his stats, John? Um, his stats. This is the Why? nose tackle. Make Kimo Iatsu. His size. <laughs> his he is six foot five, three hundred and forty five pounds. He is from Tonga. He went to a uh, Utah, the University of. Mm. And he played, he spent the last few seasons with Carolina. He spent last year on injured reserve with a ruptured Achilles tendon. And he is, he may or may not be ready for training camp. They're not sure. But, uh, they're taking they, a chance they invested, on it. They're taking a little chance here. Yeah. And they invested about $7 million in t- over two years in this contract. So he, yeah, they are taking a chance. And I know, you know, it's an uncapped year, so they can spend as much money as they want, basically. Um, but, you know, a lot of money to pour into some guy who may not even be able to play. So, Starting to sound like that. Uh, who was that lineman? Dave Fiore, that the oh, Redskins yeah. signed in the, the the first year, the first crazy year of Dan Snyder's reign, and he never even played a snap. I don't think I forgot he played, about like that. one preseason yeah. game. I forgot all about that dude. Yeah, yeah, he, he was like that first round pick the Redskins had that never ever even played. So the other dude they picked up, and I think this might actually be a solid pickup with the state of our line. Yeah, Artis Hicks. Uh, he was he was a backup. He wasn't a starter, but he was the backup um, guard and tackle in Minnesota. Is that correct? I believe that's right. He was. He actually got some uh, some playing time there near the end of the season. So because of some of the injuries on the offensive line, although I have a feeling some of the, one of the games I saw, I was like, who's that guy? He keeps giving up sacks, and I think it was him. <laughs> so, so I'm not sure it's going to be a good signing. Well, we'll see, dude. Uh-huh. At least he's a versatile guy that can play both positions because last year we didn't have anyone that could play in any position. So Yeah, truly. So Artis Hicks. I like his name. Is the man. It's pretty cool. Artis. Artis. Artemis. 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 I am Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, and he, he uh, started his, his season with, uh, or he started his career in Philly, so hopefully that's not a bad omen. All right, so before we wrap this thing up, we've got a few more things to talk about here. John wanted to talk about this thing. Dan Snyder putting Emmett Smith in his place after some comments that Emmett made regarding Dan Snyder being an uncompassionate uh, man. And then John had a nice post about it. If you didn't read it, I believe you can still get to it on our site. But, John, you want to sum this up for them? Yeah, basically, uh, Emmett Smith came out and started talking about, uh, in an interview lately, he was talking about how he loved beating, he loved defeating the Redskins. Um, And he liked to do it because uh, he, he loved it even more when Dan Snyder bought the team. Um, quote, and he's not a compassionate person. Not a compassionate person at all, from what I understand. And that makes me just want to pummel somebody. Um, you know, you hate to see pride wearing itself on his uh, forehead and his chest. And to me, arrogance sticks out like a sore thumb when you talk about him. Forehead. <laughs> and the lack of compassion for others is a problem. 
because it's not that hard to be compassionate. <laughs> you just choose to. Um, you just choose to. That from here on in, I'm going to call Dumb Emmett. I'm just going to call him Dummit because that's basically what he is. That's his new name for me, Dummit Smith. Because Dummit seems to think that the word compassion and the word compassionate and the word passionate both mean the same thing. Um, and and that's definitely not the case. Um, but anyway, so the Danny, the owner of the Redskins, who doesn't do many interviews, doesn't do many quotes in the paper or online or anything like that, Thankfully, he took this opportunity to put take a dig not only back at Emmett Smith, but the entire Dallas Cowboys organization. So he put out a little statement here that said, quote, I applaud Emmett Smith's induction into the NFL Hall of Fame, and from what I understand, he's a heck of a dancer. <laughs> I think we've only met once briefly at an NFL function in 2000. I will say, however, that I like to think of myself as being a compassionate person, except toward the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and I read that, oh, and I was man. like, yeah! Smack talk! Except Love towards it. the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's so old school. So anyway, I think what Dummit was trying to say was that Dummit. Dan Snyder was not a passionate Dumb person. It. No, I think he um, meant compassionate. Well, compassion is when, when if you're compassionate, you're just like, uh, what's a good way to describe, describe you it? You show some love um, to people. You show your love. Yeah, you're if you're compassionate. Like, like the, the, the example I put online was his, uh, he, he was compassionate during the Sean Taylor tragedy. He took the players on the teams that were his best friends, Santana Moss, Clinton Portis. He flew them down to Florida to be at the uh, – the hospital. Yeah, um, he flew he, people you know, down to Haiti. He flew his jet down to Haiti with a bunch of supplies after this earthquake, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's that's the sign of a compassionate person. You pick up a, a puppy with a broken leg. That's compassionate. That you you know you find him <laughs> on the side of the road. That's compassion. <laughs> Passion is just if you're passionate about something, you feel strongly about it. Um, and the people like Dummit, you know, he his main example of this is, is what did I call Jerry Jones in here? I called him uh, a uh, Billy Bob Blue, Billy, Billy Bob. Bob Blue, Jerry Jones. Um, I, it, it, to him, he's watched Billy Bob Blue go out there and be like, all the time, and and like get all like on the sideline and get involved and doing things, you know, making calling plays down to the field. Stuff like that, and that to him, that says he's a passionate owner. Where Dan Dude. Snyder is one of those guys who believes that if you have a, a a strong exterior and you show you keep yourself calm and collected and you show strength that way, that's you know that doesn't yeah. mean he's not passionate towards football and he's not a passionate owner for the Redskins because we know he is because he spends a buttload of money on him every year. Um, but to 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 dumb it. He he doesn't understand that the strong silent types can still be passionate or compassionate about anything. He has to, he he's got to get one of those like crazy in your face people like old, like like Jerry Jones who you can't get him to shut up. Well, dude, I think that uh, that Dummit is very <laughs> Dumb. compassionate about education. <laughs> Well, if, if you guys haven't been to the website, and I put this clip on once before, there's an Emmett speaks Emmett Smith can't, damn it, can't dumb it can't speak compilation where somebody did a quick uh, 44 second thing of uh, clips 
of Emmett Smith in his former jobs at ESPN, where he no longer works because he sucks, um, using words completely inappropriately like compassion and switching them out like compassion and passion. Um, That's called a malapropism, uh, dude. What's that? It's called a malapropism when you do that. Malaprop. Very nice. Very nice. That's that's that rad for education. So anyway, dude, this is what I want to know. So anyway, yeah, check it out. Check it out because it's funny because the person put a laugh track in there and and, and whatnot. It it pretty much sums up exactly why Emmett Smith is dumbing. Let me ask you guys a question. How many times during Emmett Smith's speech at the Hall of Fame induction this summer when me, you, Josh, and Red Queen 81, who brought to you this (laughs) podcast, is going to be there? How many times are we going to not be able to, you know, keep from busting out laughing during the speech from something dumb that he says? Yeah. (laughs) You know, you want to be respectful and everything during it, but man, he's probably going to go up there and have the longest speech of everyone. And I mean, yeah, it's going to be really, really tough not to just bust out laughing and have people really angry at us. But, you know, I don't really care. Hopefully he'll go last so we can just leave before it. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, because, you know, if he hasn't gone and we're already done with Russ Grimm, we're out of there. Mm-hmm. Out. We'll be like, we're out of here, dumb it. Smell you later. Flying our flag. As we walk out of the stadium. <laughs> we'll walk out. across that back end zone and he'll see the flag waving. <laughs> As he's talking. Oh, man. Yeah, dumb it. Dumb it is, he's just dumb it. So anyway, I think does that pretty much wrap it up? You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, we do want to make sure that we since we haven't mentioned this yet, we do want to make sure that we let everybody know that um, today's podcast has been sponsored by Red Queen eighty one and David Lee from Williamsburg. Uh, <laughs> we'd like to thank those guys because without them, we just uh, you know we would just be three guys trying to do a podcast. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, anyway, oh, thanks. Yeah. Dude, without them, we wouldn't be able to keep <laughs> yeah. the doors open. By the way, if you're in the greater Williamsburg area and uh, you need any law assistance, you can go and visit David Lee Legal Services um, in Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, I believe it's called you. David Lee Law. Is that what it is called? I believe so. Great. All right. Well, go visit David Lee. And if you're in the Raleigh we'll or... Uh, or Chapel, Chapel Hill area, area, look up or, Red Queen 81. Or, or Mississippi, or <laughs> Alabama, or where, wherever she lives. If you're in the Research Triangle and need to contact <laughs> someone about... Uh, anyway, thanks to Red Queen we, 81. We applaud Red Queen 81. Thank you for your contribution. Yeah, yeah. In all seriousness, thank you, guys. We appreciate yep, it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, so uh, I think that's about that about wraps it up for episode 266. Sorry, 206, Harry Hog Football. <laughs> uh, if you guys have, if you want to send us some email, send it as always, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Uh, go into the chat box on the website, leave, com- leave comments to uh, different posts up on there. And um, I think that follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Yeah, follow us that's on Twitter. Spelled. How's that spelled, John? Um, H-A-R-R-Y Hog Football Dot com Or dot net Either way You'll get there And Remember this week If you see Oh wait Hail to the Redskins First of all 
<laughs> and if you, see, if you see a dumb it fan, <laughs> Joker! This week's episode of Harry Hog Football has been brought to you by Red Queen 81. Red Queen 81 and David Lee Law Services. Thank you.